everyone, and welcome back to the My Everyday Chaos podcast, a podcast for women looking for God's voice and biblical focus in the face of daily distraction. My name is Alexandra Goman, and I'm so excited to be back with you on the podcast today. We are starting a new series that I'm really excited about. I was asking some different people, hey, what do you think we need to be talking about on the podcast? What would be helpful? What would be encouraging? And one of the main things that I heard back about was wanting practical faith advice, like just the basics, which I'm all about the basics because I think we can make things super complicated, at least I can, especially when it comes to faith, when it comes to following God. I can feel like, oh my goodness, there's so much to figure out. I have so much I need to learn, which, amen, all of that is true, except I think sometimes we can overcomplicate faith and get away from just the basic truths that helped us when we were first being converted to following Jesus. And so I'm really excited to start a new series talking about practical faith. And so we're going to be talking about everything from Bible study. That's what we're going to be talking about today. We'll do an episode on prayer. I'm really excited. I think I'm going to finally get my husband back on the podcast to talk about how to stay inspired in your relationship with God because... That man can be inspired by just about anything. It is a spiritual gift that he has. So I'm really excited for him to hop on. Um, and yeah, we have some some more things that are going to be in store for us, which I'm really pumped to be sharing with you. But today, I want to dig into practical faith, how to study the Bible. And I'm just going to share with you some really basic things. This is not a full-on deep dive, but one of the things I can feel is I can just feel like I need ideas sometimes. Like I just need reminders of the practicals. And I remember there was a girl that used to be my campus ministry way back when, and one of the things she used to always tell me is, I love a lesson, but I really just want the practicals. Like give me give me the dirt. Like give me the details. What can I do tomorrow in my time with God? Like Give me the details. Give me the practicals. And that's always stuck with me because I think there's a reality that like, yeah, theories are great, you know, deep topics are good, but sometimes we just need the practicals, don't we? We just need to know what can I do tomorrow that could help me get to know God a little bit better. And so I want to share a couple of those things with you that have helped me over the years and that I always, always, always come back to. So let's look over at Psalm 119. I think that is always a good place to start when we're talking about the Word of God. Psalm 119 in verse 9, it says, How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. What a beautiful passage. And this entire chapter is amazing. And I love everything that Psalm 119 talks about. But I think there's so much in here specifically that we see about how the author feels about the word of God. That he lives by it. 
He seeks it out. He's trying not to stray away from it. He hides it in his heart. He recounts it. He rejoices in following them. He meditates on them. He considers and he delights. And lastly, it says he just doesn't neglect it. He holds on to it. He's, he's all about it. And I love this verse because I think that there's just a reality that when it comes to the Bible, sometimes we forget to do these things, to delight in the Word of God, to meditate on it, to consider it. I think that in our culture today, we can be in such like a fast Bible culture. We are in just a fast culture in general. But I think one of the things I have noticed in my own Bible study is we can just kind of start to treat the Bible without realizing it like a pill, like a daily vitamin that we take rather than something that we meditate on, that we consider what it's saying to us, that we listen to, that we journal about, that we apply to our lives. And I think that it's something the Bible deserves more in our lives and in our hearts than just being a quick and easy drive-through kind of thing. Now, I think one of the things that has tripped me up, especially as my life has gotten more and more busy, being a mom, working, all these different things, I can feel like, oh man, I don't know how to meditate on the Bible, maybe in the same way that I used to, or my meditation looks different than maybe it did when I was 19 years old and didn't have class but two days a week and no job (laughs) you know like yeah things might look a little different today than they used to umpteen years ago however I can still have a Psalm 119 relationship with God by doing the best that I can you know I think sometimes we can feel stuck like okay well what do I do have you ever had those moments Where you wake up in the morning and you're just like, I have no idea where to start with the Bible. Like maybe you even finally wake up when your alarm goes off. You don't hit snooze and you're like, I did it. I got up. I'm sitting here in front of the Bible. I have my cup of coffee. Now what? Now I'm just flipping for 30 minutes, wasting my time because I don't know what to read. I think one of the best things that we can do to have a Psalm 119 kind of relationship with the Word is to plan out what we want to study in our Bibles. That is the most basic of things, but it has saved my life so many times is just having a plan, having a goal. Maybe it's, okay, for the month of February, I want to study out a gospel. Or for the year, I want to do a Bible in a year plan. Or, okay, I want to master and understand the Holy Spirit or the fruits of the Spirit. Whatever it is, having a plan is a great place to start. And if you're not sure, okay, what would be a good plan, talk to some other people. Do some soul searching. Think about where you're at in your life, what you want to know more about God, what you're curious about. Sometimes I think we can just focus on all the things that we think we need to grow in. But what about just what you want to learn about? Not every Bible study time needs to be you beating yourself over the head with the scriptures. The Bible can be fun. It can be something we delight in learning about. So here's some of the things that I love to think about if I'm like, okay, I need a plan. 
Some of the things I've done that I've loved have been character studies. Who's a character of the Bible that I feel like is misunderstood or that I just find to be fascinating or that maybe just someone I know nothing about? Doing women of the Bible. I mean, you have heard I've done a whole series on women of the Bible. I'm kind of obsessed with them. Maybe it's just someone that you're really curious about that you've never really studied before. You're like, who the heck is Nehemiah and why should I care about him? He has a whole book after him. Let me understand what this guy is about. But figuring out who's a character that you're really wanting to understand how God worked in their life. Maybe it's a topic that you feel like you want to know more about. Like the Sabbath. I feel like that's like the cool topic lately. Maybe that's something you want to learn about. Or peace or characteristics of God or hope or joy. Maybe it's pride and it's sin that you're like, okay, I kind of want to understand these things a little bit more. Maybe... Something that could be great for you is going through a book of the Bible, doing a deep dive on a book of the Bible. I love to do that. I just last year was doing a study on Philippians that was so life-changing, and I would watch one of the Bible Project videos, which that is an awesome thing to do if you're studying out a book of the Bible. I would watch that to start my study, and then I would kind of go through and and really try to do some deep diving into understanding what is the book of Philippians about. I used resources like Blue Letter Bible or things like that, online resources to understand the Greek words and some of those things. And if that's freaking you out and overwhelming you, that's okay. I don't do that every time. I promise. But that can be a really powerful thing. Um, maybe it's just getting, maybe you've never read through the entire Old Testament or the entire New Testament. I, a few years ago, decided I wanted to kind of zoom out a little. I felt like I had been zooming in on characters or qualities or just, you know, very specific things in the scripture, but that I lacked a real understanding of the entire Bible at large. And so a few years ago, I was like, I need to do another study of the entire Bible where I just try to really understand it from kind of a bird's eye view. And that was such a powerful year for me. One of the things that I've done over the years is I've tried to alternate between studying something random like a book of the Bible or a topic, and then doing a study on Jesus. For a long time, I would kind of alternate and go, okay, I'm going to do something and then Jesus, and just really try to keep coming back to Jesus. That was always very helpful for me because I felt like I could get very distracted and forget who I was following. And so that was something I did for many years is alternating studies with just going back to Jesus or gospel or, you know, different things like that. So that was something that was super powerful for me. So these are some of the practicals that I try to do to help me to consider the Word of God, to delight in the Word of God, to meditate on it. But those are just some very practical things that I have done in my own personal study as we talk about those things. So next thing I want to talk about is Deuteronomy chapter 6. And I think that this is a Old Testament scripture that probably many of us know very well. But I love this verse here of what, um, what the Israelites hear about what the commandments are meant to be for them. I love it in verse 4. It says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. Love the Lord 
God with all your heart and your soul and your mind and your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Okay, what's the deal with this verse? Here's the thing I love about this verse. You know, in the last one, the last scripture we were talking about, I was kind of just talking about that daily time that we have with God where we're trying to understand the Bible and really dig deep and meditate and consider and delight, all of that. But what I gain from Deuteronomy 6 is understanding that the Bible isn't just meant to be this thing that I read once a day with a cup of coffee. I am actually meant to surround myself with scripture in my life. How can I bring the word of God into my daily life from my journal to my workplace, (laughs) from my coffee table to my family life, to my social media, to my friendships? How can I bring the Bible into my identity as a woman of God? Here's some of the things that I think can be really, really helpful. Okay, the lost art of memorizing scripture. I was sitting in a conversation with a campus disciple in my church the other day, and we were talking about memorizing scripture, and I said the the word, yeah, you know, like having a memory verse, and she died laughing because she immediately had flashbacks to children's ministry classes. She was like, I haven't heard the phrase memory verse in quite some time. But it's true. I feel like when we're young, when we're going to Sunday school, we always are talking about things like memory verses. And in our generation, I think we have lost the art form that is memory verses. But when we read Deuteronomy 6, oh my goodness, it's such a call to the art form of memorizing scripture, of repeating it, of holding on to it, of having it on our hearts. One of the things I love to do when I'm really going through it, when I'm really trying to understand new concepts about God, I remember especially doing this during infertility or through seasons of doubt, having index cards with scriptures and principles that were just truths in my life. And I would read them constantly because it's amazing how you can read something in your quiet time or in your time with Jesus And then three hours later, you've totally forgotten it. Memorizing scripture or having scripture on index cards is such a great way to surround ourselves with the Bible. Another practical that I think we can do is, hey, what's your phone lock screen? What are you looking at every time when you open your phone? Sure, have a cute picture of a dog or have a memory verse, have a scripture surround your phone even your virtual life with the Bible. I remember in college um, really wrestling with body image and writing a scripture about how God, I don't even remember what it was, it was something about the body and I wrote it on my mirror in my dorm room because I was like, I have got to surround myself with biblical truth even on my mirror. 
I remember one of my friends always had memory verses in her car on the way to high school every day. And I remember being 15 and being like, wow, she's a rock star Christian. Like, look at her. Even in her car, she is surrounding herself with the Bible. One of the things I think that can be the most edifying for me today is to talk to other people about the Bible. You know, this is so silly, but sometimes we forget the power of just having those biblical talks with our friends. Whether it's a person that loves Jesus, that's a fellow Christian, where we, hey, I read this in my time with God today, or hey, I was thinking about you, here's a scripture that I read today, or even sharing the Bible with our friends you know, that aren't Christians. You know, I love sharing a scripture. Someone's telling me about their anxiety and maybe they don't even know what they think about God. But I love to share those, share scriptures that have helped me with them. There's something about offering the Bible to other people, even to our children. You know, today in the Georgie has been learning, rejoice in the Lord always. She has no idea what that means, but man, she is repeating it. And there's something about teaching other people's scriptures talking about the Bible in our day-to-day lives that just brings it alive and takes our faith from theoretical to life-giving, to practical, to so encouraging. And so those are some things that I wanted us to talk about today on our first Practical Faith episode I hope this has been helpful for you as you think about Psalm 119, Deuteronomy 6. Okay, now let me say something here. To all the people, I just laid out a lot of ideas to you in less than 20 minutes. You do not need to go back after this podcast feeling guilty like, oh my goodness, I have 15 million things to try in my quiet times. No, ma'am, don't do that. Don't get stressed. Pick one thing. What's one thing that you can do to delight in God's word today, tomorrow, this week? Is it, oh my goodness, I haven't had a plan for what I'm reading in my Bible for a long time. Let me come up with a plan. Maybe it's, oh my goodness, I would love to make some index cards with some of my favorite verses that I can read throughout the day on my lunch break in the pickup line for preschool, whatever it is, is there one thing that you can do this week, changing your lock screen, just to bring the word of God from theoretical to practical. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope this has been helpful and edifying for your walk with God this week. I pray that it encourages you and that you feel a little closer to God and to his word after this conversation. You know, if you are just now tuning in to My Everyday Chaos, I really want to ask if you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Help us reach some more women that are looking for biblical encouragement and a little bit of hope to their day. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you right back here next week.